Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One of the great hosts in America on the radio. If you've never heard Bob Sturm, then you're missing out. He does bad radio on the ticket in Dallas. He's also a huge face and voice of the Dallas Stars, who... Uh, have been quite interesting to follow this year, and they just got done playing in the big winter classic on New Year's Day in front of 85,000 at the Cotton Bowl. Mr. Sturm, how are you, sir? Scotty, what's going on? Mafia. Hey. Hope the whole gang's doing well. Hey, happy New Year, brother. So um, tell me, uh, what was the reaction today? I have to at least say to you that I, you know, I've heard all these negative things and all these people ripping that higher, and I couldn't disagree more. I think... Uh, Frankly, he's, uh, A, been around a lot of great quarterbacks and, and coached a lot of great quarterbacks, you name it. Uh, Montana, Young, Favre, Rodgers, it goes on and on. Uh, he goes eight straight playoffs, nine of ten years playoffs, and won a Super Bowl. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't, you know, all these guys on TV that think they know more than Mike McCarthy, it's hilarious, all these big mouths and idiots that think they're so wonderful and they're geniuses. They're all a bunch of idiots and tools. This guy's a winner. I don't care what anybody says. That's all there is to it. What's the reaction in Dallas to this hire? Yeah, you know, I, that's interesting because I'm on the same page with you, Scotty. And, and I, uh, you know, uh, being a born and bred cheesehead before I got down here to Dallas, I've, I've got uh, plenty to say on Mike McCarthy. And, and it's not all perfect, not at all. But uh, this is a guy that took over the Packers job. If you'll remember, it was chaos, man. It right. was far, far was a mess. Uh, you know, they, they drafted Aaron Rodgers when Favre wanted them to go get Randy Moss and to get some help for the offense, and there was drama everywhere, and Mike Sherman had screwed everything up. And what McCarthy did just to get Favre playing quarterback again on a high level was pretty magnificent because Favre threw 29 interceptions in 2005 before he got there, and within two years he's back in the NFC title game. And then in two more years, he's in the NFC title game with a different team. And you could argue both times Favre should have gone to the Super Bowl in the 07 and 09 championship games, and it just didn't work out. But to get your quarterback back from the dead playing at that level, I haven't even mentioned what he did with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the guy knows what he's doing. He, he made Aaron Brooks a good quarterback in New Orleans for like five seasons. So you think about what that says. So this guy understands offense. He understands you know, uh, building a football team, accountability, unity, all these types of things. A lot of things that the Cowboys haven't been getting over the course of time. And then people talk about, well, he's a super conservative coach. And that just doesn't make sense. I, you know, I, 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 there are areas where he was too conservative with Green Bay. But for the most part, nobody went for it on fourth down more than Mike McCarthy. Uh, nobody was passing the ball on first down more than Mike McCarthy. I mean, these are facts. These are not made-up anecdotes. Uh, you can sort the statistics, and it will bear out that Mike McCarthy was attacking long before uh, you know it became the new thing in the National Football League. So I, I think it's a pretty solid hire. Uh, were there better ideas out there? Eh, maybe, maybe not. You know, I, they didn't go through a long process, and uh, we can certainly ask the question of whether. 
he has, you know, the full control that he needs and whether he can name his whole staff. But in the end, I think the Cowboys did really, really well, except they probably waited somewhere between, I don't know, one and seven years too many on Jason Garrett. Yeah, it's really uh, crazy. I said tonight that um, I did that that this guy, he never won any big games. <laughs> this guy never won any big, real big games, if you really look at it. And meanwhile, this guy that they just hired has won so many big games, it's not even funny, and he won the biggest game of all. I mean, like, what more do you have to do to get respect in this world from the talk radio or television uh, pundits than to win a Super Bowl? I don't care who was your quarterback. I don't care where you did it. I don't care what the weather was. <laughs> I really yeah. don't. Well, and it certainly helps uh, for this particular job if you win the Super Bowl at their stadium. And uh, it also helps that if you spent the last 10 years kind of kind of eliminating the Cowboys and beating the Cowboys in big games, and that's whether it was Tony Romo at quarterback or Dak Prescott at quarterback. And, and you know, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy had their way with this Cowboys franchise on a number of occasions. Heck, Matt Flynn won a big game at Cowboys Stadium in 2013, if, uh, if, if you recall that a game where they were down, I think, 26-3 at the half, came all the way back to win it with backup Matt Flynn, made Matt Flynn a lot of money, by the way, and also uh, kept the Packers alive in the Super Bowl or in the playoff race until Rodgers' collarbone could heal, and they won that game at Soldier Field in the, in the final week. So I, I, think, I think McCarthy's a real solid hire. I think – Obviously, this Cowboys team underachieved, and I promise you, if McCarthy was the coach of this thing in 2019, there is no doubt in my mind that they that, that they were in the playoffs. But uh, it didn't happen. The Cowboys sat on Garrett and and uh, you know Rod Marinelli and that defense for way too long. Uh, things they kind of wasted a lot of real solid years, and now. Uh, they're going to try to uh, fix this thing in 2020, and, and we'll see where it goes, but but I like the hire. Hey, so uh, Bob Stern with us, a great host from the Ticket in Dallas. D- tell me this. Uh, why did it uh, take so long to finally fire him? What the hell was going on with the like the, the lingering hangover, which was from the end of the season until finally on whatever it was, Sunday, they finally said he's out. Like, what the hell was that about? Well, it's, I mean, it's all about the fact that uh, Jerry Jones, for, for all of his faults, is loyal uh, beyond belief. And I suppose uh, loyalty can be a fault, can it? But uh, in this case, uh, you could argue Jason Garrett was uh, a de facto Jones son. And uh, it was just super, super difficult for Jerry, who kind of thought he might have his own Tom Landry, uh, which uh, certainly seemed ridiculous very early in Garrett's career, but whatever. Uh, but but he just wanted it to work so badly. He wanted it to work because he really liked Garrett. He wanted it to work because Garrett was a cowboy as a player and, and, and for that. But he also wanted it to work so he could kind of say he did it his way. Because, uh, you know, at the heart of all the Jerry Jones conversation in this city, it does boil down to the fact that his success was in the first five or six years of owning this franchise and was largely done with Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson will tell you that he was finding the players, he was bringing them in, he was making the trades, and that uh, Jerry Jones was a GM in title only, and that was Jimmy's dynasty. And ever since then, he spent 25 years trying to prove that, no, I had as much to do with this as Jimmy. Uh, you know, whether you credit uh, Jimmy with the Super Bowl Barry Switzer one with all of Jimmy's team or whatever, 
Uh, that's uh, open for debate, but that was 1995. Scotty, it's been 24 seasons where this team has not even made it to an NFC title game. And so he wanted this Jason Garrett hire to be the one that made all the sense. He hired him in 07 as an offensive coordinator before he even knew that Wade Phillips would be his head coach. And that feels very backwards to me, but that's how Jerry does business. He made him the head coach in 2010. They did not make the playoffs in 2010, 2011, 2012, or 2013. And I I could tell you at the end of that fourth season, I was done with Jason Garrett. You don't take the Cowboys job and not make the playoffs your first four seasons or at least three full ones and and still keep your job. But he did. And uh, in 14, they had a good year with Romo, and it looked like uh, they were building something nice. But then in 15, the collarbone win on Romo. 16, they bounced back with Dak and Zeke as rookies. In 17, you have the Zeke suspension and everything falls. So they never made consecutive playoffs. They were only in the playoffs three out of nine years with Garrett. What took him a decade to pull the plug? Man, I will never know the answer to that. I don't have any idea, Scotty. So uh, they still have a loaded team with talent. It's inexplicable how they were so average. Like they had the best offense in the league, and then they you know, are like a 500 team. Moving forward, I would think, frankly, that they, you know, they have the talent. I think now they finally have a real coach. I think this other guy was a poser. So how do you envision next year going for this guy to, uh, you know, from the jump? Well, it's going to be interesting because nobody ran the ball less than Mike McCarthy. Even when he had Aaron Jones uh, last year, teams were like, or, uh, you know, even commentators were like, why don't the Packers run the ball anymore? They run it really well, but it's like they hate to run it. And then McCarthy might suggest that, well, Rodgers is changing the play. So we don't know how much the offense will change. And we honestly don't know how much the offense needs to change because statistically they were really great across the board. They were just inconsistent. The problem, I think, is this defense and the defense has been a little bit stale a little bit too uh conservative uh their blitz rates over the last several years they just don't blitz they bend but don't break they sit back in their cover three it looks a little bit antiquated and it looks like they don't have enough playmakers in the secondary they never get any turnovers so they need to start playing complimentary football they're the worst special teams team in the entire nfl their defense gets no takeaways and so all the talk shows want to talk dak prescott and and jason garrett and, and the offensive coordinator all the time and in reality it's just you know it's one portion of a of a team and we all know one you know one solid unit on a football team doesn't take you anywhere so they've got to build an entire uh, uh you know, they'll, they'll say program or whatever. Mike McCarthy has to put his full program in here, and I agree with that. And he did a very good job of it in Green Bay. And like you said, uh, nine out of ten seasons, I think uh, ten out of twelve seasons, the Packers were in the playoffs. That's where the Cowboys should be. That's the type of talent they have. They probably don't have Aaron Rodgers here in his prime, but they've got a, a team with very few weaknesses. They have good depth. They just have to find the ability to, to get the ball so that their offense doesn't have to go 75, 80 yards every drive. And they just have to keep building with a little more of an aggressive uh, take on both sides of the ball, attack more, and, and put teams on their heels. Because when the, if the Cowboys have a fault, it's when they get in real tough situations. they got to go on the road to Philadelphia, for instance, in Week 16. They get super 
super conservative and timid, and it ends up blowing up in their face because everybody knows they're about to run inside zone with Zeke into an eight-man box, and uh, pretty soon that drive is about to end just because everybody and their brother knows what they're trying to do. Hey, uh, respectfully, I got 45 seconds. Uh, Did you guys know Montgomery had a drinking problem? Montgomery? Yeah. Everybody knows that, right? No, I well, oh, I know no, now. No, no, but... no, I, okay, no, no, no. Okay, I thought I thought we were doing. I, I'm sorry, I, I totally didn't understand the question. I I didn't know you were talking about our hockey coach. Yeah, I thought okay, I'm Scotty. I just totally tanked there, and we're running out of time. That's all right. No, uh, no, I don't know that everybody knew uh, Jim Montgomery had a drinking problem. Uh, I'm very sorry. What an awesome. It's all right. It's all right. Like no, no worries. I didn't know if if it was like a big secret. No one knew what no. was going on. Well, no, I mean, there were talks about his uh, his love of the nightlife, but honestly, in hockey, that's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Right. You know, I mean, uh, it, 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 it came out of nowhere. Uh, there are certain things that uh, you aren't uh, prepared for. Right. For instance, me and that last question. That's all right. But, uh, the, the, the Jim Montgomery breaking news, that one uh, was, was one of the uh, big shockers of 2019. Yeah, I just want you to know that when I was uh, the Thrasher's play-by-play guy, I didn't drink. I drank heavily. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought you thought you were asking me, like, if Mafia had one or if you had a gambling problem, no. and I was just trying to play along we with have, the business, we, have, so. we have all those problems. And then, like, I mean, just we have all the problems. I love you. Bob, great stuff tonight. Thanks for coming on the bench. Thanks, Scotty. We'll talk to you. All right, Bob Sturm of the Ticket of Dallas. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.